What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 239 of Ask Pat. I appreciate you so much for taking the time to listen to this. And as always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. We got a great question today from Dan, but before we get to that, I want to thank today's sponsor, which is aweber.com, the email service provider that I use and recommend for people who want to build an email list and then send emails out, whether they're going to send a broadcast out to everybody who has subscribed to the list or any certain component or, you know, you're able to uh, segment your lists and maybe there's people who subscribe on a certain type of page on a certain type of category. And then you're able to send emails specific to people who are on that main, that sort of sub list, or you could send out emails to everybody and you have the ability to send out autoresponder emails, which means when people subscribe, you can already send them emails that you've pre-written over time x number of days apart it's so awesome and it's so powerful to not only help with sales and driving traffic back to your site but also building a relationship with your audience if you want to try out aweber for 30 days for one dollar all you have to do is go to aweber.com slash ask pat again aweber.com slash ask pat check it out awesome now let's get to today's question from dan hey pat dan here i had a question about using fiber for content I'm not really good at writing, so I wanted to know what your thoughts are on uh, getting help on written content. Uh, just let me know. Thanks. Dan, what's up? Thank you so much for your question. And I just want to say that when I first started writing on a blog, I was terrible and I was not happy with it, but I did it anyway. And I just hit publish and I kept writing. And you know what? Over time, I just got better. So no matter what you end up using to help you write your content, I would highly recommend that you do some sort of writing so you can get better. Just because you're not good now doesn't mean you can't be great down the road. And it might not take you that long. There's, especially in the blogging world, you don't have to be writing like thesis papers. You know, you just have to start being able to take what's in your head and all that voice and chatter that's in your head, organize it a little bit, maybe use tools like mind mapping or just simply outlining what you want to say and then putting it into a written format. And it's nice because you can just step back a little bit. If it doesn't sound right, you can edit it. It's a little less scary than podcasting or YouTube and putting yourself on video. And that's why I love blogging. That's why I love writing. And that's why I recommend if you're not a good writer, just write. Keep writing and uh, you're going to get better. Now, there are tools and services out there, Dan, that you could use to help with your writing as well. You might have a specific topic or a list of topics that you could easily hand off to somebody who could then write those things for you. That would be the ideal situation. However, if you're going to go directly to Fiverr, that's F-I-V-E-R-R.com, you run the risk because on Fiverr, typically you do get what you pay for. And if you're going to pay somebody five bucks to write a piece of content, it might come back and be worth just five bucks, which isn't a lot of money. You know, that's, you know, it takes time to write good content. It takes time to research, takes time to really format it correctly. It takes time to put those words on, a, on, on the screen in a way that will get people continually reading down and excited and getting into that call to action. I would not recommend using Fiverr for your written content. And you will see if you go to Fiverr.com, there will be hundreds of people offering those services if you want to try it out just to see what the quality is like you can try it out and you will see typically that you aren't going to be happy with the results or it's just going to look like regurgitated stuff and that's also the another reason why you don't want to use fiverr how do you know that that stuff is actually unique 
you might get in trouble if you put somebody else's stuff on your site that isn't yours, somebody else's intellectual property or written word. You know, what if they just jacked it from somebody else's site and put it, you was like here, and then you paid them five bucks for stuff that you shouldn't be using, and that's really scary. So I would definitely stay away from Fiverr. There are sites out there that I've actually utilized myself for writing services like Elance.com, but again, you get what you pay for. When you go to Elance.com, you are able to see people's credentials and really get into the portfolios, read previously written content, even contact previous people who have worked with those people before, which I've done. And, uh, you know, I was really happy with the services from from Elance.com. However, I was paying a lot more and I did get what I paid for. I was paying about $50 per article at that time. This was for back in my security guard training site when I was building out content for that as well. You could also find writers, freelance writers, who are able to offer services. And maybe, you know, I like that idea too because they get to you know, dive into a little bit more of what your brand and your your site is about. So they could, you know, it almost feels like they become a, a staff writer for you because they understand your brand. They're going to continually do research and understand more and more about that topic if you don't feel like you're going to write it yourself. Now, I will say that Fiverr might be good for certain things related to your writing. You might be able to write out an article, for example, yourself, Dan, on a particular topic and then send it to somebody on Fiverr to edit and proofread and that sort of thing and help massage it a little bit to make it even better and actually make sense if you if you feel like you're that bad of a writer. But you know, oftentimes we feel like we're terrible writers because we read a lot of blogs and read a lot of books and there's, you know, it's 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 amazing what we see out there and it's intimidating and it's it's almost embarrassing sometimes when we compare that to our own stuff but you got to start somewhere and you can get help but i would recommend putting in that work yourself to write some of those things or at least at least a very 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 detailed outline and structure to it and so before you even start to get into writing i would understand what works online in terms of structures for blog posts for example very compelling interesting header which is obviously very important i mean that alone could be an hour's episode of the smart passive income podcast how do you write headers that are actually compelling and so you know when you think of just those you know few words in a header and how important they are i mean a whole article's worth is is very intimidating and i get that but you just have to write and then you can always edit you can always figure it out later but just keep writing and you're going to get better and there's nothing to be afraid of i mean yes you're putting yourself out there in the written format and you're putting it out there and you're publishing it and that enables people to start talking about it and to start sharing it and to start maybe criticizing you but you know what, Dan? I still get the grammar police telling me after every single article. There's one or two people who always message me. I mean, if it's a bad mistake, then I'll get hundreds of, hundreds of people, which is pretty funny, actually. But I get one or two people who always message me saying, oh, you should say it this way and not this way. Or you forgot your apostrophe here and whatever. You know what? Good. Thank you for telling me. I'm learning and I'm not perfect, but I'm publishing. And you know what, Dan, when I started, I was terrible, but I published anyway. And people eventually got through the mistakes. And I've learned over time to correct those mistakes. But as long as the content is there and it's valuable, it's going to be helpful. So I would recommend writing yourself, utilizing Fiverr to get help for the writing that you started so that you know it's your own content and maybe getting it proofread or edited by somebody else before you publish it if that's uh, going to make you feel more, more secure about it. So Dan, that's how I would approach it. I would love to hear what everybody else thinks. If you go to Twitter and use the hashtag AskPat239, help Dan out. What do you recommend for him, somebody who uh, is is considering you know, outsourcing the writing of their content? Would you agree with me and say, you know, do it yourself and maybe get help trying to you know, edit it and proofread it and things like that? Or would you recommend or have you ever been successful using a site like Fiverr for written content? Again, I've told you the reasons why I wouldn't recommend it, but I'd love to hear from you, everybody listening to Ask Pat right now. Again, Twitter, hashtag 
AskPat239. And let's help Dan and everybody else out there who uh, who is struggling with written content. And I know I've struggled with it before, so I know exactly how you feel. But the more you write, the better you'll get. It's just natural. So, Dan, thank you so much for your question. I really appreciate it. An Ask Pat t-shirt is going to be headed your way for having your question featured here on the show. For those of you listening, if you have a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show, all you have to do is head on over to askpat.com, and you can ask right there on that page using the SpeakPipe widget. If you want to put a widget like that on your page, just go to speakpipe.com. They're awesome. They allow you to collect voicemail questions from your audience, and uh, you can just download them as MP3s and put them in an audio file. They're super cool. They didn't ask for that plug but that company is so awesome that i felt like i i should say it so again speakpipe.com you can ask right there on that page at askpat.com and uh maybe get your question featured here and get an ask pat t-shirt too i also want to thank again today's sponsor which is aweber.com super cool company i know a lot of people who work there and they're always awesome again customer service is a huge deal in the online world and aweber is top notch so if you have any questions with regards to building your email list or using the tool uh you know you can go to aweber.com slash ask pat try it out for 30 days for one dollar and make sure to use our live chat to help you with the things that you need help with to help build your email list and as amy porterfield says the strength of your business is directly tied to the strength and and uh, of your email list not necessarily the size but the strength because uh you could have a hundred thousand people on your list and then two people open it that's not very strong but all things considered, AWeber is a great company. Check them out for building your email list and sending broadcast emails and autoresponder emails. Again, aweber.com slash askpat. And finally, as always, I like to end with a quote. And today's quote, maybe you can guess who it's from. I hated every minute of training, but I said, don't quit. Suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. If you know who said that, actually, why don't you use the hashtag askpat239? And let me know if you know who that is. Also, let me know you actually listen to this. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. Have a great weekend. And I'll see you next week. Uh, man, Christmas is next week. That's nuts. Happy holidays, guys. Love you guys. Bye. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.